Yeah. Barmore is a top 25 talent. Great value pick. Um, Cleveland's up next. And until we decide who Cleveland's going to pick, um, I'll just read through the top 25 picks because um, – Well, I, will, I want to record the audio for the picks on Anchor after we get through this. I, I recorded the tw Jaguars pick at 25, but the audio just disappeared for picks 1 through 24. So it'll, I don't know how, if there's going to be an archive to the Zoom episode. If there is, I don't need to worry about this. Yeah, we'll try to do that, I'm sure, after we get off. But anyway, let's skip to the nitty-gritty. Uh, try do. Browns only need his edge rusher, but I don't like any of the 43 defensive ends on the board, personally. They could go Gregory Rosso. They could go Carlos Basham. Quiddy Pay is gone, but... Yeah, but they could go... They could still get Joseph Osai. Osai, I feel like he's more of a 34 outside linebacker. I do like him, though. I think he's a first-round talent. So, Oren's vote would be for Joseph Osai. Richie Grant's there, too, but I don't yeah. think they'll get a safety. They got John Johnson in free agency. They still have Grant Delpit. Sheldrick Redwine intercepted Big Ben in the playoff win. Ronnie Harrison's still there, as CJ said. They're going to go edge rusher, but we didn't specify the pick. You went Osai, Brian went Jalen Phillips, I went Basham. So we still need to vote on this pick. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Jalen Phillips, too. I do like that selection, too, as well. I'm going to say Greg Rousseau. I'm going to say Greg Rousseau. Rousseau. Yeah, I think Greg Rousseau. Gregory Rousseau. So two for Rousseau. Two for um, Jalen Phillips. I think CJ and Michael hold the tiebreaker picks. Russo, that's three for Russo, so. So four votes for Russo. Russo is the pick for the Cleveland Browns at 26. And the Baltimore Ravens are on the clock at 27. I think wide receiver is uh, 
uh, a dire position. However, I don't want to pick another short receiver. Rashad Bateman, Minnesota receivers there. They did pick up Sammy Watkins on a one-year deal in free agency, too. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, considering Hey, that's very telling that receivers didn't want to go to Baltimore. I just want to put that out there. Juju took less money <laughs> to stay in Pittsburgh. Penn State players, oh, no, Penn State players outside of Micah Parsons have been selected. Jason Owa. Jason Owa, Ed Drusher, Penn State's at your pick, Brian. Yeah. You're, you're breaking up, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. 34 outside linebacker. They lost Judon and um, uh, Yannick to free agency. All right, Oren, you are up on the clock with New Orleans Saints, and I see the Saints background. You're on top of things. That's great. Yeah, that's a great pick. You look at who they lost to free agency. They lost Janoris Jenkins, P.J. Williams, and Ken Crawley to free agency. They still have Patrick Robinson and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, but Eric Stokes is a huge upgrade over all those guys, in my opinion. So I love this pick for the Saints at 28. There's still Greg Newsom, too. Yeah, I like—it's I, it's close. I think the fact that Stokes is more durable is, my, is why I gave him the edge. But they're both great value picks, him and— Newsom are both fantastic value picks here. Yeah, it's worth mentioning Greg Newsom's dad did play for the Packers. Bateman and um, Tony are also still on the board. Jason Bannell has this pick. He Jason Bannell is on the clock. This is his pick.
say corners, say Kevin King. Say his name. Kevin King's moving inside to nickel. Newsom's better than King. King's moving inside to nickel. Excellent pick. I think that's probably who Colin would have would have took with the Bills at thirty. So that was a great value pick. Definitely. Um, CJ has the last pi his last pick of the first round with the Chiefs, and then Tampa Bay's up to end the first round. Fantastic pick. Love that selection. I had him going a little earlier to the Jaguars at 25. I think that's a great value pick to get him at 31. And now the Chiefs are set up with bookends because if Lucas Neon, who I, I was really high on last year, fell uh, in the draft, if he can be the bookend at right tackle and then you have Cosby, now you have a lot of money you're saving for the next three, four years. Without having to pay your tackles, and especially with when the brunt of Mahomes' contract starts next year, not this year, but next. Yeah. So I, I think it helps them out as a team, and I, I think it helps Mahomes after seeing Mahomes get just annihilated in the Super Bowl. I, I, I think uh, you've got to take precedent in, in protecting your 10 year investment. Starts in the trenches. Starts in the trenches. Tracy Porter and the Buccaneers pick the last pick in the first round. Then we'll read read through the picks one through thirty two. We'll reread through the list and then we'll call it a night unless you want to do round two. But 
Buccaneers, um, Tracy had a 32. I guess we can do like a vote on it, but Buccaneers is pretty straightforward. They brought back all their free agents except Antonio Brown and Rashad Bateman's there at 32. So could reunite him with Tyler Johnson, the receiver at Minnesota, who actually played with him at Minnesota. Tony's my number five receiver. He'd be a good pick, too. Yeah, that's another one. And they like drafting guys, obviously. So. so we have three receivers. We agree on the position. We just disagree on the player. Are there any other suggestions you guys would like to bring up? Are we, are, are we going to ignore Donovan Smith being who he is? Sure. Dante Smith is taken. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith, the left tackle. And... Deontay Smith isn't taken. The East Carolina left tackle is still on the board. All, all, all I'm saying, it's not that it's, I mean, I, I love getting, you know, receivers and stuff, but let's not act like they're not loaded with Evans, Godwin, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. I mean, that's, I, I, in my opinion, you still got ready for maybe one more two years. Well, the top tackle on the board is right tackle Jalen Mayfield, the Michigan Wolverines right tackle. And then the next the best offensive tackle out of that is Liam Eichenberg, the left tackle out of Notre Dame. You could also get um, Dylan Redon's North Dakota State left tackle here, too. Yeah, that's who I mocked to Tampa Bay last time. That would be a good pick. Yeah. Running back from Clemson is there. That would be a good pick, too. Well, you can start Osai out as a situational pass rusher because you have Shaq Barrett, you have Jason Pierre-Paul, and I think Osai would be an upgrade over Pierre-Paul personally, but you don't have to rush him in. You can just ease him in. Osai, which one of you suggested Osai? Was it Colton Wood or Michael that suggested? Okay, so we've got one vote for Osai, one vote for an offensive tackle. Um, Oren's for Tony. I'm for um, Rashad Bateman. Brian's for uh, Rondale Moore. So that means um, I think Jason and Colin would, would have the tiebreaker votes in this scenario. So that's two votes for a tackle. Um, Jason, I don't know if Jason's still here. I can hear him. 
All right, so Jason's for a 10A. I think we did have two, another person vote for a 10A too. So we're sort of in a tie between an offensive tackle, a 10A, and Rondale Moore. And if I have to choose between those three players, I would say a 10A provides the best value of the three. Because you can get a receiver later in this draft. It's a deep receiver group. That would be my reasoning. You also only have Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette for one year. So they're both free agents in 2022. That's the other reasoning for a 10A. Travis, a 10A is the pick then. Let's read through the list of 1 through 32 briefly here before... What? Yeah. I, didn't know, I don't know how running back we were going through the linemen. We had two votes for linemen, Orrin. We had two votes for linemen. We had two votes for Travis A. and we had two votes for Rondale Moore. And yeah, but where's my vote? You voted for Tony. I never said Rondale Moore. You said Kadarius Tony at the beginning. I said, I, I'm telling you, Orrin, I went with Bateman, Brian went with Rondale Moore, you brought up Tony. That was the third vote. Receivers. Yeah, when we were bringing up the receivers at first, you mentioned Tony. I thought that was your vote. No, but it got, we had to condense the vote if, if you guys are just going running back because I didn't hear anybody beside one person say running back, bro. I think Jason said running back. Jason was on a few minutes ago and he mentioned 10A. And I think Colin Wood or some, Michael mentioned a 10A briefly too. Yeah, then he switched over to tackle. All right, so if Oren would rather go tackle or receiver, that means we're we're gonna debate between um tackle and um receiver here at thirty. It's Rondale Moore or a tackle at thirty two. Yeah. Rondale Moore's the pick then. Rondale Moore's so the Buccaneers get Rondale Moore at thirty two. All right, let's well read through the picks briefly. Trevor Lawrence went first to Jacksonville. The Jets took Zach Wilson second. 49ers took Justin Fields out of Ohio State third overall. Atlanta Falcons took Florida tight end Kyle Pitts fourth overall um, out of Florida. Then the then we had a bit of an offensive tackle run, picks five through seven. Um, the Bengals took Panay Sewell, left tackle Oregon. The um, Dolphins took Rashawn Slater. He can play left tackle or right tackle. And compliment last year's first-round pick, Austin Jackson, out of USC. Um, the Lions took Christian Darsaw as a right tackle to Taylor Decker at 7. At number 8, the uh, Carolina Panthers. They took Mac Jones, quarterback Alabama. Broncos took Trey Lance, quarterback North Dakota State, ninth overall. Number 10 pick was um, Dallas Cowboys. I gave them Micah Parsons, linebacker Penn State. Number 11 was... The um, Giants, they took Jamar Chase, wide receiver LSU. The Eagles took Devonta Smith, wide receiver Alabama. 13 was um, the uh, Chargers. They went with Virginia Tech's Caleb Farley. Number 14 was um, the Vikings. They went with um, Vikings. I, I think I can't. Vikings. They went Quiddy Pay, edge rusher Michigan. Yeah, that's right. Woody Pay, edge rusher, Michigan. New England Patriots, 15. 
I went with Aziz Ujari, edge rusher, Georgia. He can play 34 outside linebacker, anchor that pass rush. Cardinals went with um, Patrick Sertain, the second cornerback, Alabama, at 16 to replace Peterson. Number 17 was the Raiders. Oren took Jeremiah Wosu Karoma, linebacker, Notre Dame. 18, the Dolphins picked again at 18. They went with, um, after taking Slater at 6, I think they went Najee Harris. Yeah, Najee Harris, running back, Alabama. 19 was um, Zayvon Collins. Collins to the Washington football team. We voted on that. Tulsa linebacker. Number 20 was the um, Bears. They went with, um, I think they went J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. Number 21, um, 21 is the Colts, Alex Leatherwood. Jason did a great um, analysis on Alex Leatherwood earlier on the Zoom call. So they get him as a blindside to replace Costanzo. 22, I got Jalen Waddell at 22 with the Titans pick to pair with, um, to replace Corey Davis. Um, 23, the New York Jets, they went with, um, they went with Tevin Jenkins, Oklahoma State right tackle to compliment Makai Becton. And then 24, Pittsburgh Steelers, Creed Humphrey Center, Oklahoma. They get, they address that interior offensive line. The Jaguars at um, 25, they went with Christian Barmore, the Alabama defensive tackle, get really good value there. 26, the Cleveland Browns, they went with Gregory Rosso, edge rusher out of Miami, Florida. He was the, um, he's the second edge rusher taken after Quiddy Pay. They get him as a 43 defensive end next to Miles Garrett. The Ravens take Jason Owa, Penn State, 34 outside linebacker. They lost two of their 34 outside linebackers to free agency. They took Owa. Um, 28 was the Saints. They took Eric Stokes, cornerback Georgia. Green Bay Packers, Jason Bannel picked Greg Newsom, the second cornerback Northwestern. The Bills at 30 went Jalen Phillips, edge rusher, Miami Hurricanes. He can play right end or left end. He'll probably start out as a left end. And then you got the Chiefs at 31. They took Sam Cosme, left tackle Texas. And the Buccaneers take Rondale Moore out of Purdue to wrap up the first round. Great job in the first round. I want to thank everyone who came on. Oren, Sheary, CJ Cuevas, Jason Bannell, Brian Lewis, um, Michael Gartman, and Colt Wonjai. I want to thank everyone who was kind enough to come on the podcast and participate with our Zoom uh, chat room for the first round. Well, you guys uh, up for the second round tonight or is it too, too late for everyone? Well, you, you want to continue? Yeah, let's do round two tomorrow, and let's end this call so you'll get the... Same thing tomorrow. I can hook up a new, uh, new uh, Zoom conference. That shouldn't be difficult. I, I like to, to have... Uh, I think it's kind of cool that we're doing this, and it's better than just to have a podcast. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, it's cool to do this, and I'm going to end the anchor recording, and we can just focus on a round two on Zoom tomorrow. Welcome to day two of the 2021 NFL Draft. This is Chris Ransom and back joining us, Collingwood Jai, CJ Cuevas of SSAW. We also got Orrin Sheary, the host of NFL Draft Insiders and the co-host of the Draftytopia podcast. And we got Michael Gartman, who used to roll with us at NFL Draft Insiders back in the day as well.
They also took Christian Barmore at 25 as a defensive tackle out of Alabama. Just... Thirty-third overall pick. Jacksonville Jaguars select Terrence Marshall Jr. Wide receiver. Nice pick. Gives a gives another weapon for Trent, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, we, we got a couple weapons out there. We got one weapon out there, but they, uh, to solidify that is going to be really important for the for the young rookie coming in, starting right away. You know, you want to make it comfortable, and you know that's exactly what we're going to do. And then you, and it's crazy because Terrence Marshall actually probably. So, you know, in the numbers he put up in just seven games, you know, almost 1,000 yards, 700-plus yards, uh, was really, really impressive by him. So, yeah, we feel real comfortable with this pick, and that's what we're going to go with. That's a good selection. Good selection. You got to take the Big Apple's move. As you know, they got their new quarterback yesterday, Kyle Wilson. They're going to kick Mr. Sam Darnold out. Zach Wilson. You know, you got Zach Wilson and uh, Tevin Jenkins, I believe, at 23, correct? The uh, Oklahoma State right tackle? Yep. Yes, yes. And now I'm going to go with Asante Samuel, going to be the next cornerback for the New York Jets. Well, they got a good number one in Bryce Hall. They need another corner next to that. Asante Samuel... He's a good cornerback, but I'm just, I don't know if he's going to be a nickel due to his height or whether he can slide in on the outside. I need to study more of his tape. I'm not going to, there are some other corners I like, but I'm not going to like bash the pick because I haven't watched the film. I have not earned the right to bash the pick. That's how it works with film. There's a lot of corners you guys are sleeping on, but one's going to fall to 46. I'm not saying anything else. I got to save a good one for my Raiders, too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. I mean, remember we were Wait, the Dolphins pick in round two. The 49ers already picked. Falcons are on the clock. That was Brad Noble's team, I think. That's Brad Noble's team. Yeah, but he's not here, so I guess we could do like a um, vote on it because um, the Falcons took Kyle Pitts in the uh, first round. Um, and this is an interesting situation for Atlanta to be in here because the top player on my boards were Rashad Bateman, Minnesota, but I don't think that fills a need. Richie Grant, um, Jamin Davis is a middle linebacker out of Kentucky. Osai, he's an edge rusher. I think he's a 34. Best defensive end on my big board currently is... um. He's an edge rusher, but I think he's an outside linebacker. The best defensive end on my board is actually the guy from Wake Forest, Carlos Basham. Would that be a good pick? Would that... Atene is also still on the board. Travis Atene is also still on the board. I'm voting for Atene because 
he got passed on for Rondale Moore in round one, so I'm voting for a 10A. Um, it, I'm sorry, but I have to, I have to um, it, it, have we all been mispronouncing his name like, for years? ETN. ETN. It's ETN. All right. Those are nice backups, and they got Quadri Olison in a pit, too, I think. So they got three quality uh, depth running backs, but I feel like Atene could be a home run threat, and he gives Atlanta that face of the franchise. ETN's the pick, then. Wait, is Landon Dickerson still on the board? Because I'm mocking Landon Dickerson to the Falcons at 35 in real life. Is Landon Dickerson still there? Is still on the board? Okay. All right, because I actually have him at 35 in my mock, so I'm changing my vote to Dickerson. So we can still go at 10A if you guys want, but I'm changing my vote to Dickerson because he's higher on my board. So CJ and I are voting for Dickerson. Uh, everyone else is voting for a 10A. Michael Gartman holds a tiebreaker. I'll go with Dickerson. Roll tie. Roll tie. <laughs> okay, so we're changing that to Dickerson. Yeah, because Dickerson's higher on my board. I didn't think he was still there. That's why I went with Dickerson to Atlanta. So Kyle Pitts and Landon Dickerson at tight end and center. Nice start for the Falcons. Um, next up is the... Dolphins, yeah. I just got off the phone with Chris Greer. Brian Flores called me, sent me a text message. He told me to sprint. Sprint, sprint to the podium because the Dolphins are looking for an outside linebacker that can rush the passer. And our guy is still on the board, Joseph Osiris, out of Texas, who is going to be an instant upgrade over Ogba. Manual Oakville, who they got a free agent last year. So the Dolphins select Joseph Osiah, edge rusher, Texas. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Who is? I think the Eagles are up next. Who's picking for the Eagles in our group? Yeah, that's me. That's the thirty. Yeah, Eagles. Yeah, Tufele at a USC. Tufele, yeah.
Jason, um, Jason's just texting me right now. Wyatt Davis made it to 38. That's who he took last time. Um, 32 through 37, Rondale Moore. Um, Harris Marshall Jr. Asante Samuel Jr. went to 34 with the Jets. Landon Dickerson went to the Falcons. Joseph Osai went to the Dolphins at 36. And number 37 is J2 Fale. It's a nice little second round already. I like that. The second round's getting, getting, it's getting warm. It's getting yeah. You're going to see a lot of starters. There are two top 25 players still on my board. Rashad Bateman, who's number 20 on my big board, and Richie Grant, number 22, I'm mocking to the Titans. They're both still there. Jason wanted Asante Samuel Jr. Good job ruining Jason's mock, Oren. Congratulations. There is the text message from Jason himself saying that Asante Samuel Jr. was his pick. Way to ruin Jason's night, Oren. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yep. I mean, you can't blame Oren. You blame that Jess GM right there. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's, you blame Woody Johnson, whoever's running that front office. Oh, man. Hey, man, that's what, that's what all teams got to do is go back to their drawing board when their, team, their, their top player gets selected. That's us. All, all, I'm saying, the draft, man. all I'm saying, if I'm in Cincinnati and I drafted Sewell at five, I am doubling down. <laughs> And I'm getting Vera Tucker because, to me, there isn't a position more... I'm taking Wyatt Davis because Wyatt Davis is the top guard on my rankings. And Jonah Williams can move inside the left guard and then you get that right guard hole addressed and then you fix the offensive line. Oh, yes. I mean, that, that should be, take precedent over anything. There's so many I mean, women... That's why I'd go Wyatt Davis. But I'm seeing what Jason wants to do. Zayvon Collins got picked at 19. <coughs> Jason always goes for value. He doesn't necessarily go for need. He goes for best value. And that's fair. I can respect that. I'm messaging him the picks. I mean, Jason's favorite team is the Bengals. At least, let's let him make a pick for the Bengals. No, I know, I know. What do you got? Yeah, I don't think they're cut off. I have to, they don't have to do something to reassign a new meeting because the stupid uh, Zoom only lets you have 45 minutes for free. No, you should have told me I have a membership. You, didn't you register for unlimited minutes? It said the host registered this meeting for unlimited minutes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Warren. We appreciate the unlimited minutes. Dickerson got picked by Atlanta. Right. What do you, what do you got cooking over there, Michael? In one pick. What do you got oh. cooking for the Panthers, huh? <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. We gotta, well, actually, we pretty much could go through it. 
I already told Jason Landon Dickerson got picked by Atlanta, and then he brings up Dickerson. I mean, you just, you literally texted him the list of the picks. And yes, and he's gone. You can criticize him, Ben, but then again, the Vikings let the clock go out on one of their picks. So, hey, and, and, and you know, the worst part about that is it was all in the same room. Somebody could have said, hey, look, the time. Like, do they not have the time? Like, hey, we got four minutes left before. That's embarrassing. 30 seconds. 30 that's, seconds. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Let the time go down like that. Like, how do you not have a plan for that? How, how are you not set up? Like, you know what? If, if, if all else fails, this is who we're going with. Right. Or at least have a paper that says, I'm going Zayvon Collins 1 no matter what. <laughs> Okay, Jason sent me his pick. It is Jamin Davis, the middle linebacker out of Kentucky that ran a 4-3-7 at Kentucky's Pro Day on Wednesday. I moved him up to 26 on my big board, and he's going to be the Cleveland Browns' first-round pick in my new mock draft. So Jamin Davis out of Kentucky is the pick for Jason Bannel. What position does middle linebacker. Had 102 tackles, 4-3-7 40 time, and a 41-inch vertical. At Kentucky's Pro Day. Freak of nature. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Jason's like, USC guy's gone, right? Yeah, Tufele is gone. Jamin Davis. And now, the Carolina Panthers. Wait, Jason changed his pick to Wyatt Davis. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. No, because it said... Here is the message. Here's the message saying Wyatt Davis. I'll zoom it in. So he wanted Wyatt Davis. I thought he was taking Jamin Davis, Kentucky linebacker. Hey, can I just... <laughs> Wyatt Davis, Ohio State's the pick. So, J so the Bengals go offensive line. That's final. So the Bengals go offensive line, and Jamin Davis is on the board if the Panthers want to grab him. No more changing picks, Jason. We've had it up to here with the shenanigans, but Panthers are up next. Um, Elijah Vera Tucker, if available. Vera Tucker is available, but you said Wyatt Davis, lock it in, and you said Jamin Davis. It's like, this is the issue I have. It's not picks, but it's just the fact that we're taking this long to make a pick. But I have Vera Tucker to the Panthers in my mock. Um, he is there. Uh, Vera Tucker's there, but I like, um, I like, I disagree. I think Wyatt Davis is the best available, but Jason wants Elijah Vera Tucker if available, otherwise Wyatt Davis. So Elijah Vera Tucker if available. So, No, he's available. Wyatt Davis is available. Jason keeps changing his mind on these picks because he's not on the call with us. Yeah, because at first it was Jamin Davis, and then it's Wyatt Davis. So, yes, yes, Wyatt Davis is his pick. Panthers get Elijah Vera Tucker. Let's move on with this. Yeah. 
All right. Alright, so Wyatt Davis at 38 and Vera Tucker at 39, just like in my mock draft. Um, that's Those are the picks. Those are locked in. And I know Jason's going to be disappointed he got Wyatt Davis, but he changed a pick twice. It's like, come on, you can't do that. <sighs> Plus, I think Jonah would move inside to guard if they took Sewell at 5. So, Wyatt Davis is a great pick for them. So that's the way the cookie crumbles. The Denver Broncos are up at 40, I believe. That's the Was I picking for Denver in the group mock, or was Tracy picking? I think Tracy was picking for Denver. Yeah. Do you think Jermyn Davis is the pick since Jason took Wyatt Davis? Or they could go Dylan Moses, because Dylan Moses is probably the best 34 linebacker left. Richie Grant, Central Florida, safety one. Mooring misses too many tackles, guys, and there's nothing you can do to sway me on him being the number one safety. Nothing. I saw Grant dominate kick ass in Mobile. His back pedal's the best back pedal I've seen since Eric Berry. I will convince you guys to take Richie Grant like that uh, outcast in 12 Angry Men. If I have to go there, I will. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Where are you getting that they need a safety? The Broncos re-signed Justin Simmons and uh, Kareem Jackson. They don't need a safety. So why are you, why are you bringing him up? Because he's the best safety in the draft. That doesn't mean that he needs to be taken now. You're right. I think Jamin Davis is probably the best pick for the Broncos here at 40 because he's an inside linebacker, 4-3-7, 40-time, 41-inch vertical. That would be my pick for Denver since Jason kept flip-flopping. Like, I'm going to mock Jamin Davis to the Browns at 26 in my updated mock draft on Draftytopia whenever it comes out. So I'm thinking Jamin Davis here at 40. So Jamin Davis to Denver is the pick. And you, got, and you got two Raider fans here, so the, the, you ain't going to get no sway from them, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> there are still three first-round prospects on the board. Um, Rashad Bateman, Richie Grant, and Kadarius Toney. Those are the three uh, players with first-round grades on my big board anyway. Um, the Lions, I think, picked next. They took... Um, who, who did the Broncos pick? I didn't hear it. Jamin Davis, Kentucky. He did. I saw that. That's what Jason texted me. He wanted Vera Tucker. But he... Wyatt Davis is the number one guard on my rankings, and they'll move Jonah Williams inside the left guard anyway, so... Carlos Basham Jr. 
Edge, Wake Forest. Great pick. So, who's he, who is Jared Goff going to go for to? There's so many receivers in this draft. I have 30 different receivers with starter grades. Yes, I, there's, there's so many receivers. There's 40 draftable receivers and 30 that are starters. I think Zach Zanner on uh, Scouting College Football on Facebook posted his top 50 receivers, which is insane. Yeah, Basham, edge rusher. For for me, it's all about building in the trenches, and if I can get a pass rush that can get to the quarterback and give me more opportunities for Jared Goff to hand it off and dump it off to to Swift, I'm happy with that. Oh, wait, we skipped um, the Giants pick at 41. We'll give the Giants Nick Bolton out of Missouri. No, the Giants are 41, I think. The Giants are 41. They're 42. I'm looking at it. Okay. I need to update my board then. Sorry, guys. That's my fault. Okay. I thought the Giants were at 41, okay? I'll correct that, all right? Chill out. Michigan, yes, he's still on the board. Yeah, tackle. Nice, nice pick. I took Tucker, man. I was, I was hoping on hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I figure out whether the Lions pick at 41 or 42 on my board? All right, so Jalen Mayfield's the pick. Um, I know the 49ers are up at 43, and then Dallas is up at 44. He was at the Senior Bowl. He only gave up like three receptions for 38 yards, and he can line up in both cornerback roles, um, both the boundary and the field. But I see him as more of a number two corner, but that's a good pick because I have a second-round grade on him. And some have him in the first round too, so. Let's just hope he don't pan out like his older brother. Okay, (laughs) Dallas is up next, and this is my selection. I own this pick. Let's go. Richie Grant, safety, Central Florida. The Cowboys need a second safety to pair up with their starting strong safety. They're getting Richie Grant, the um, safe. I think I gave the Cowboys Micah Parsons in round um, one at 10, correct? Yes, sir. 
Okay, so I'm going safety here instead of corner because it's a pretty deep cornerback class. I'm going Richie Grant, safety, Central Florida. This guy is the best backpedal of any safety I've seen since Eric Berry. And he is the best run stuffer in the draft, according to Pro Football Focus, the grade of 90. I even asked Jim Nagy if uh, the Titans taking him in the first round is a little too early. He said, no, that's about the right range. That's where he should go. So Richie Grant, Central Florida, number one safety on my board, number one safety in the group mock. Trevon Moring has to wait. He can play all three linebacker spots, and he's an upgrade at Sam linebacker if they keep Chase on at defensive end. So that's a nice pick. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to take Rashad Bateman here. I'm 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 not taking quarterback. I just don't see the value in the quarterbacks and Rashad Bateman's a top 20 player on my board. So I get an edge rusher no Julari who's in my top 10 and I get a top so I get two top 20 players with the Patriots and if we do pick 96 whoever falls to me whether it's Kellen Mond or Kyle Trask that's going to be my pick. they take in round one? Caleb Farley, I believe, correct? Yeah, they took Caleb yeah. Farley, which is a great pick. Yeah. So they got their cornerback, so let's see what the Chargers needs are. They need a guard. And Trey Smith's sitting there. I think Atene's still there, too. I don't know. Maybe he's not. But Etienne's still there. But they could um they want a left tackle. There's two offensive tackles on the board. Um Liam Eichenberg, Notre Dame, and um the other offensive tackle on the board, Dylan Redunds at a North Dakota State. Well they also I mean, really their main thing is the fixing their offensive line, but they can also use an edge. There's a really good edge on the board still. Yeah, I mean they could get an edge rusher here, but Rosso's gone, Basham's gone, Jalen Phillips is gone, Quiddy Pay's gone. I don't think they'll go that route now. They could get a tight end, too. Pat Fryermurf could come in and replace Hunter Henry. But he's injury-prone just like Henry, so I'm not sure the Chargers would go that way. I Yeah, so the top two linemen on my board are Liam Eikenberg, Notre Dame tackle, and Dylan Redunds, North Dakota State tackle. All right. Liam's higher on my board anyway. I just think he projects better at right tackle like McGlinchey, but 
We'll give we'll give him Liam Eikenberg as a blind side to Justin Herbert. I had him go to the Raiders at 48, and he get, goes one pick before that. So Oren does not get to double up on Notre Dame prospects. Mooring's still there. Richie Grant's gone. Richie Grant, my number one safety is gone, but Trevin Mooring, your number one safety is still there, and I'm guessing that's going to be the pick. Grant because I liked him a little bit more, but Moring did win the Jim Thorpe Award and he is the consensus number one safety on most big boards. Well, definitely we're going Morang here. I got Grant, so you can thank me for taking Richie Grant because I'm happy with Richie Grant. So we both got the safeties we wanted, so everything worked out. Yeah, I got I got my wide receiver, but I picked a safety with Dallas's pick. I took Richie Grant, who is my number one safety. But I'll I'll I'm telling you, Moring misses some tackles on some running plays, and that's an issue for me, whereas I think Grant's the complete safety, which is why I went with him. But anyway, it's not the point. Pick forty nine um is up, and I believe that pick belongs to the Cardinals. They took a corner, I believe, last time, correct? Did the Cardinals take Sertan, or did they take Horn? Sertan. Yeah. All right, so Sertan, uh, the only pick the Cardinals have made. Top guard on my board is Tennessee's Trey Smith. I actually mocked him the Cardinals in round two, but if you want an inside linebacker, Dylan Moses and Nick Bolton are both still there. At 10 a, uh, ETN, I keep saying at 10A, ETN is there. If you want to get a 34 defensive end to pair with um, J.J. Watt to push Zach Allen, Levi on Zawerke is there. Fryermurth is also there, too, if you want a tight end. So you could upgrade tight end or offensive line, but I'm leaning towards uh, the offensive line since I think that is the bigger need with um you traded mason cole who was the backup center could have been the starting right guard and you still have justin murray as the and, and you got another free agent as the starting right guard and i just don't trust justin murray or the free agent arizona picked up next to rodney hudson so i i'd vote for trey smith but you could argue for fryer murph too Great pick. 
Kadarius Tony, who I have a first-round grade on, is still there. He's the only first-rounder on my big board that's still available, and he could stay in the state of Florida if the Dolphins take him here. Pro Football Focus said he had the best agility of any receiver since Brandon Cooks. And he's a fine route runner, bro. He is. There's a lot of fine route runners in this class. There you have Jakeem Grant. You have a lot of receivers. You don't have to go that route. The Dolphins did trade for Bernardrick McKinney, so they don't need an inside linebacker, even though Nick Bolton and Dylan Moses are there. The other option is safety. You could get the third. There's two really good safeties in the Pac-12. Javon Holland, who is my number three safety, and the other guy who you took in the Niners in the first group mock we did, Hafanga from USC. He is still there, too. Yeah, could get Javante Williams. Great pick. Get the baller. Kid's a baller. The only thing that's gonna hurt him is his size. But even then, I mean, we've seen players like look at Tyreek. I mean, if, if everybody likes to like compare. You know, if he runs smaller, a fast guy, yeah, right, smaller, right. faster. But this guy is more polished than, than Tyreek was when he came. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, honestly, he is way more polished. So the Dolphins go Kadarius. Top player on my big board that's available is Nick Bolton, but the, they took Saban Collins at 19. You could also get Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky to replace um, Ronald Darby at cornerback. Yeah, they could get safety help here too. They could get a safety if they could get Holland, who's 50 on my board too, with um, Mo Rig and um, Grant yeah, gone. Nasir Dean got picked apart in Mobile in coverage, and he had a bad pro day. Plus the injury that kept him out almost all of this season. I don't think he's getting picked till day three, but I do. But I've seen him picked in the third round of some mocks. Zayvon Collins. 
next then. Best off, best defense, best offensive tackle. Oren said offensive tackle. They have two defensive tackles, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. They're not getting another defensive tackle. The best offensive tackle is Dylan Redunds, North Dakota State. Yeah, and you can develop him behind Cornelius Lucas for a year, and then he'll come over and take in over at left tackle. This is a nice value spot. I'm I'm going with Redunds. That's three votes out of five for Redunds. All right. So next up is the Chicago Bears. Who picked for the Bears at um? 20 last night. I know they took a corner in the first round. Are we giving the Bears Kyle Trask here because they passed on a quarterback in the first round because I passed on a quarterback? Is that what we're doing here or we've got a different idea? All the second-round offensive tackles are gone. Redunds was the only Redunds and Eichenberg are the only second-round offensive tackles. I mean, they could reach for a third-round guy at this point. Spencer Brown, Northern Iowa, is a third rounder on my big board, but the Bears could take him here. What about Trey Smith, offensive guard from Tennessee? He is available. He is available. The Bears could get him as a guard. Yeah, I have him at six. I have a third round grade on Trask, but he's going to get picked by the Bears or the Saints in the second round. So I mocked him to the Saints, so he go he gets picked here at fifty two. I already locked in Trask. I'm I'm voting for Trask, so you have the tiebreaker then, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So Trask wins three to two. Yeah, I really like I really like Kyle Trask. Guys. Yep. Actually, Next up, the Tennessee Titans. They are on the clock. Um, who did they get in round one? I forgot. Jalen Waddle, remember he failed. Yeah, I fe didn't. I pick for the Titans, and I got. Okay, so we're going inside linebacker here. We're replacing um we lost the linebacker from UCLA, Jalen Brown, I think it was. I don't know if the Titans re-signed him or not, but we don't really have a starter next to Rashawn Evans. And the best overall player on my big board, number thirty seven, Nick Bolton out of Missouri, who I mocked the Eagles in the second round. So Nick Bolton's going to the Titans here at pick thirty seven. I mean pick fifty three. Nick Bolton. Bolts are back on the clock. 
They took Alex Leatherwood in the first round last time. All right. Did they go edge rusher here? I mean, all the edge rushers with second round grades on my board are gone. Um, I'm looking at the top. Oh, wait. No, there is one that's still available Joe Tryon from Washington. I like that guy. He's a, I think he actually did well against Sewell. I think that's probably who I'm leaning towards for the Colts here. But it's Jason's pick. Is Ronnie Perkins not still available? Yeah, he's still available, but I think he's a better fit for a um, 34 defense. But he's available. Tryon, 6'5", 262, Colts run a 43 defense, so my vote's for Joe Tryon. He's an edge rusher from Washington, but he's a defensive end. I like Ronnie Perkins, but I like Ronnie Perkins in a 34 defense. Yeah, I just texted Jason to find out what the Colts are going to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save the audio from the podcast. That way it just doesn't disappear. And we'll be back after Jason's pick. We're back. And Jason Bannell took Jason Oweth, Penn State defensive end, who's number 68 on my board in the second round. And Jason Owell looked abysmal against Ohio State on film. He did. Like, his game film... We'll give Jason uh, Joe Tryon. I didn't think the Ravens took him at 27. That's my bad. That's my fault. So he's getting Joe Tryon? Yeah. Alright, 10-4. Sorry about that. I didn't think he was... Um, Owa's gone. I didn't think he was... I thought Owa was still there. That's my bad. That's our fault, but... This is why we have a remarkable team to correct me when I'm wrong on this stuff so we can get things right. At 24. Top player on my big board is Dylan Moses. They did lose Vince Williams. They could get Dylan Moses here to pair with Devin Bush, but they did bring back Spillane. They could also get Pat Fryermuth here. He'd be an upgrade over Eric Ebron. Ebron. Twenty-five was Christian Barmore, Oren. Jalen Phillips was thirty. Thirty. Oh, what was twenty-seven then? Yeah, that's who went to the Ravens at twenty-seven, right? Okay, so that means Jason would get Tryon. And then the Steelers are up, but the best player on the Steelers, on my personal big board for the Steelers, is Dylan Moses at 41. 
They do need an inside linebacker to replace Vince Williams, but I'm not sure that's the route they go. All the um, tackles are off the board. They could get Trey Smith here, but they do have a Kevin Dotson, in the Middle Tennessee, the uh, Middle Tennessee State guard. Yeah, but they drafted Alex Highsmith in the second round out of Charlotte. Yeah, one of the classmates of mine who did a, um interview with Highsmith leading up to the draft, I shared that. That was cool stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what the Steelers are going to do because I think there's really only a few options. They could get a corner, they could get an inside linebacker, or they could get a tight end since all the offensive tackles are gone. Or they could get Javante Williams if they wanted a running back after taking Creed Humphrey. So there are a few options. Yeah, so for running back, Javante Williams. For tight end, Pat Fryermuth. For um, inside linebacker, Dylan Moses. And for cornerback, my top cornerback on the board is Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky. I think he does everything well in terms of man, zone, and press. He gave Devonta Smith the most problems on tape. But they still have Joe, they still have that guy from Michigan State they took in the third round, and they've got Cameron Sutton back at corner. So I think corners probably they they're good at corner. They don't need to draft another cornerback. We're going with another Ohio State linebacker here. We're going with Baron Browning. That's not a bad pick. I have him at, in the top seventy of my big board. I have him at number seventy on my big board. So that's not a bad pick. Levi on working, yeah, he's available. The Los Angeles Rams are up next. Is that the fourth team I was assigned, Doran? Yes, you were. Okay, so this is my last pick for round two, just clarifying. Okay. All right, so I guess I'll go with Dylan Moses here because while there's a lot of good corners still on the board, Dylan Moses is probably the best inside linebacker, and he's perfect for the Rams' 34 defense. He's also reunited with his uh, Alabama teammate Terrell Lewis. So, And they did re-sign Leonard Floyd, so they'll have Ogbo Nino and uh, Terrell Lewis rotating at that spot across from Leonard Floyd, but... They get Dylan Moses as a starting inside linebacker here, the Rams, so CJ's going to have to worry about Dylan Moses twice a year now. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, shift to the Ravens. Who has the Ravens? Brian Lewis, he's not here, though. Um, Friar Murph is there. Trey Smith is a guy Brian loved. He's still on the board. We could give the Ravens Trey Smith and Brian's honor. Um, the top receiver on my big board is Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC. I have him ranked ahead of Rondale Moore, who already got picked. I love 
All right. Because I'm mocking Rondale Moore to the Ravens in real life. So they get Amon Ross St. Brown to pair with um, um, Miles Boykin and Duvernay and Hollywood and Sammy Watkins. So Monra. Uh, the Ravens. It's uh, we. My nominee was Trey Smith. Um, CJ's nominee was Amon Ross St. Brown. You guys have to vote on this because. You leaning receiver? I'll say St. Brown, wide receiver. All right, St. Brown. I don't really. I think St. Brown or Smith, both are good options. Great value picks here. So, so we'll we'll go St. Brown here. All right. Um, next up is the Cleveland Browns. They drafted Gregory Rousseau in the first round. Yeah, and they are all out of linebackers to draft because they took Ross, so um, they could get a um, well, they could get a corner here. Um, there's lots of good corners: Kelvin Joseph, Aaron Robinson, um, Melifon, who is gone, but I had two corners ahead of him. Brevin Jordan's still there. Tyson Campbell. Javante Williams, um, some third-round prospects. Davey and Nixon, I think, uh, he got picked, I think, didn't he? No, he didn't get picked. Yeah, he's the That's number four. Uh, he's the best defensive tackle on the board, uh, Iowa. Said so Davey and Nixon, you thinking? That's... That's not a bad pick. Yeah, I have a second-round grade on him, but he fell to the third round in my mock, so... But that's a good pick for the Browns in round two with most of the edges gone. Yeah. Saints are back up again. Um, What is Oren going to do with this Saints pick here? Eric Stokes, cornerback, Georgia. Elijah Moore, that's... I have a third-round grade on him, but that's a good pick. He is available. Elijah Moore is available, but I've got... Tila the best receiver on my board is Amari Rogers, who's being compared to Randall Cobb. He is Lawrence's go-to guy at Clemson this year. Amari Rogers, you're taking him, or are you taking Elijah Moore? Tylen Wallace is also ahead of um, Elijah Moore on my big board, and he is available. All right. Play devil's advocate. I like that. That's good. Yeah, Tylen Wallace, um, I can't click on his um, thing to get rid of him on the draft game, so I'm going to go in and see if there's a typo or something. But Tylen Wallace is off the board. Tylen Wallace, or Tylen Wallace, he's off the board. Okay, bills are on the clock. They took Jalen Phillips at 30, but there's a lot of good corners still on the board. Kelvin Joseph, yes, Kentucky. Vach Lombardi's yes, number two corner. Aaron Robinson. Um, Tyson Campbell is there. 
but it's Colton Wood's pick. It's not my pick. It's Colton Wood's pick. He's making the selection. And I love Aaron Robinson's man coverage and his press coverage. My one concern with him was his zone coverage, but he fixed that and ran a 4-3-9-40 at Central Florida's Pro Day on Wednesday. All right, Jason's on the clock here. Yeah, so the Packers are on the clock here. I'm messaging Jason his pick. Um, the Packers are up. I think um, Amari Rodgers or Elijah Moore would be great value picks here. They could get Jabril Cox as an inside linebacker. Vikings don't pick in round two. Spencer Brown, Northern Iowa right tackle. Jason's demanded a right tackle, so they get Spencer Brown, the Northern Iowa right tackle here. Small school kid comes off the board here for Green Bay. How do you feel about this pick? That's, that's a very good pick. I like it. Uh, Ricky Wagner. They get Spencer Brown to replace Ricky Wagner. And, yeah, he's my top-ranked third-round offensive tackle, so to get him here at 62... I can't really fault the pick because it's like he had 11 pancake blocks in one game on film I did for a film cut of his before the Senior Bowl. Plus, he's training with Staley, the 40, former 49ers left tackle. So that's a great value. Jabril Cox, I had a feeling he was going to get picked here. Great value. Jabril Cox. You get a baller. I mean, the kid's a baller. He's, he's unreal. He's all over the place. And I feel like a weak side linebacker, I think, I, I think it, it gives him an opportunity to flourish. Pair him with Willie Gay Jr. and uh, Anthony Kitchens. I, I think we'll be all right. We did a group vote for that last time. Remember, we did a group vote for Tampa. So, Who did we give him in the first one? Rondell Moore. We gave him Rondell Moore. 
Jason just brought up Walker Little, the Stanford left tackle. He is available, but Spencer Brown was already taken, and Jason can't change picks. So how about Walker Little as a left tackle to replace Donovan Smith to end round two? I thought I thought Jason wanted a right tackle, but he Walker Little is available. Yeah, but then you gotta give it to him if he didn't select him, bro. Well nobody else selected Walker Little, so I guess we can put Walker Little in Green Bay. And we give them Spencer Brown. And the Buccaneers But the Buccaneers have Tristan Worf's at right tackle. They don't need Spencer Brown. I like that pick. Ronnie Perkins, they get him as a developmental edge rusher. That's a good pick. I like it. Good call, Mike. So, that wraps up round two, and I do have all the picks. And here's the thing. Ronnie Perkins is the only edge rusher to have a 90 pass rush and run stuffing grade on pro football focus. Just wanted to throw that nugget out there. I think I, I think he fell to the Texans in the mock I'm working on, but that's a great value pick there for the pack, for the Buccaneers. Yeah, because I had Ronnie going to the Texans in my mock, but the Buccaneers, Michael brings him up and is like, yeah, that's a good value pick for Tampa Bay. Yeah, because Joey's going to be at Walmart till 3, so the podcast for tomorrow on Draft Utopia is getting pushed back to 3 p.m., so we can do it round 3 now or round 3 tomorrow morning. It's up to you guys. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, and let's do round 3 either tomorrow or uh, we'll just do two rounds if we're busy tomorrow. But we wouldn't be on the Zoom call. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just do the write-ups for round three. But yeah, good stuff. Yeah, because that's who I have the Falcons taking in the mock that I'm working on. Like, I'm working on a big board, a seven-round mock, and I've got just a lot of work to do. So if you guys want to call it a night, that's cool. I will get back to work and continue to grind thing, grind it out. Yeah.
Yeah, one more gem that made the third round of my mock draft a gem. Max Richardson out of Boston College. He led Boston College with 108 tackles as a uh, junior in 2019. I love his coverage and his run stuffing and just everything he does on tape. The only thing he needs to improve is his ability to win blocks. Kind of reminds me of Matt Milano. I have the Saints taking him at 105, so I just wanted to throw that gem out there. And that's it for um, tonight, unless you guys have anything else you want to add. All right, so far, round three, Pat Fryermuth, Penn State, tight end. Jaguars hired Penn State's tight end coach, so that's probably going to be pick 65, 66, I'm guessing, or 65 tomorrow. Trey Smith, um, Tennessee guard, he's still there. He made it to round three somehow. Um, Javon Holland is also there in round three, and the Jaguars need multiple safeties. They didn't draft a safety. Holland is there in round three. Kelvin Joseph, Kentucky corner. They could get him and pair him up with C.J. Henderson. Um, Robinson's off the board. Um, Peyton Turner, Houston edge rusher, is still there. He can play anywhere on the defensive line. He's a good starter. Can get him. Brevin Jordan is there. Tyson Campbell is available, and so is Javante Williams. Those are just the round two talents. Armari Rogers is still there, the Clemson receiver. Elijah Moore is there. He's not in my top 70. In fact, I have one receiver ahead of him. That is um, Dwayne Eskridge out of um, Western Michigan. Spencer Brown is still available because Jason changed his pick to Walker Little. So Spencer Brown is there. <laughs> you have picks 79 and 80. Do you want to hand those picks to Colton Wood right here? Hand him both of those third rounders. Let him fleece you. Oren's alma mater is Colorado. He got his MBA from the Buffs. So it's, it's, it's Collins, number one. Will Miami, but I gave Miami Jalen Mayfield in my mock, so I moved him down, and he fell to the Niners. Uh, not, not exciting, but Kyle Trask does go off the board here, and he's the only quarterback in the second round. Do you guys feel another quarterback will go in the second round? Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond's a third, fourth round talent, but he could get pushed up to round three due to the demand for QBs. It's like, 
because he's the consensus QB7. Yeah, we might have to do something like this for the draft. We'll see. Good night, gentlemen. Good night. Good night.